Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show. Let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain. Here is your host, Kathy. Hey, welcome to Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Kathy. You want to follow us on, on social media, you know, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that stuff. Don't forget about Facebook. I fucking hate that shit. Go to follow me on Instagram. I like Instagram or Twitter. Uh, at Strict Anonymous. I'm also trying TikTok, but I keep getting, my things keep getting banned on there. And I feel like bad posting sex stuff on there because there's a lot of little kids. I don't know. It's like a little much for me, but I'm trying to figure out how to do it in the right way on TikTok. But you can follow me there, Strictly Anon, I think is the thing. There's a link below in the description. I'm posting more episodes a week, so I'm going to cut these descriptions down. If you want to like join my Patreon page, if you want to find me anywhere else, Go to the description below and you'll see all that stuff that you could join. I'm going to get right to the guy who I have on the show today. And his name is Craig. Now, listen, Craig, it was very easy to do this episode with Craig. Uh, Nobody in the comments below on YouTube will say that I'm cutting him off, right? (laughs) They say that for other episodes because I didn't cut him off because he just told his fucking story. And I just sat back and listened. It's a very relaxing, easy thing, easy day for me, right? Um, but he called in with a really super interesting story. Uh, he's a true cuckold. Not only does he really enjoy watching his partners with other guys, he likes to he likes to know that those other guys are better than him. Does that make sense? <laughs> I think that's what we always think cuckolds are. But they're all every cuckold likes different things. I've had a lot of them on my show, right? This guy, Craig, is into that. We go in, we start from the very beginning, like from his first experience uh, in high school that happened, I think it was high school, is this first thing that happened to him when he was young and he got dumped by somebody and then she went and like, fuck the town bully and he was like oddly into it. And it was very confusing for him, right? But that was the first hint to him that he was into this type of thing. And then it progressed from there and he gets into it. And his story is super interesting because he had a a girlfriend that like fucked her manager and he like pushed that along and he would get all the scoopage on that and he was into that. And then he had two wives and, you know, his second wife is who we talk about a lot. Okay. His second wife like really got off on like being with, um, people who were with other people like fucking married guys and guys that had girlfriends and they spent a lot of their marriage just talking about her past stories and he was super turned on by them until she met a friend and when she met her friend it was another woman they and they became 40 he called it her naughty 40s or they called it the naughty 40s uh her naughty 40s with that woman was filled with a lot of fucking sex right and sex that she would do she would call without him but he was there on the phone listening while her and her friend were having sex with other guys all the time like he had years of this and he gets into like the stories and they're pretty hardcore they fuck like a famous uh, athlete who remains nameless. He's from the UK, so I don't really know athletes there, but it was some famous and like their 
their trainer and I don't know, they had all kinds of stories. Uh, there's all kinds of stories that went down between his wife, uh, her friend, who was another hot woman and all the guys they fucked. And she would literally call him up on the phone, leave the phone like there so he could listen in to the whole thing. And we talk about all that stuff. Right. And then I said, you know, and then there's a moment where, or there's a time after many years that, uh, that woman, the other woman, sort of breaks things off with them because she gets in with another guy. And uh, so they haven't done anything like that in a while. Um, and that's like the, I would say, one third of the ending of this episode is talking about that problem, which is that here's a guy who's very into the whole cuckold thing, right? He had his wife living out all his fantasies. They Shit couldn't have been better. And then you know, it ends. And it's been years since it's happened. He tried and failed miserably. That's a really interesting story. Okay. He went behind her back, tried to set some shit up for her to have that kind of scenario again. And it didn't go well. You need to hear about that. Um, and you need to hear about how he's been trying to get her back into, you know, sleeping with other guys, but it's just not working. She's not into it anymore. She doesn't have that buddy anymore to go out and do stuff. Uh, and therein lies the problem. That's where he's at. We talk about solutions to that problem. He talks about what he wants to do, which is stray. <laughs> I talk about what maybe he could do before he does that because he's a super monogamous guy. He really loves his wife, but he is, you know, really into this and he's gone years without it. And he really, that itch is still there and he needs it to be scratched. So therein lies the problem, right? Did I say that already? <laughs> That's a common problem, I think, whether you're a cuck or not, right? A lot of people are in that situation where, you know, you've been with someone for a really long time. You're an otherwise very monogamous person, but you've been begging your partner for sex and they won't give it to you. And what do you do after five years of begging? I don't know. You know, it's a it's a it's a hard question because I have had people on my show who have cheated after that. People will be like, that's fucking wrong. But like, what do you expect them to do? So we talk about that. So that's like I said, at the ending, most of this episode uh, is you know, his story and the progression of his cuckolding experiences, how it started in high school, then that first girlfriend, and then another wife, and then that second wife who really was, you know, hardcore into it. And then we end talking about the issue he's having now. It's a fucking great episode. I hope you enjoy it. Now, wait. Oh, I almost forgot. <laughs> I did. And I talk about this on the episode, so you'll remember. Um, But he had sent me pics. Of his wife and this girl. And they're super hot, okay? And the reason why I looked at it is because me and him decided that we would make them anonymous and I would post those pics of his wife and this girl so you could get a visual, but they're going to be on Patreon. So you'll have to join my Patreon. I'm not going to make you pay a lot of money for it. It's if you join my $3 tier, which is chump change, three bucks a month. How much is that a year? Like nothing. Um, you will not only get these episodes early and get a Q&A monthly, you will also see anonymous pictures of my guests or the people they're talking about. I'm starting with Craig, right? He's the first one I'm going to do it. But trust me, I get pictures from people all the time. I never fucking look at them. But what I'm going to start doing from now on is have people ask my callers and people who are on my show if they want to send anonymous pictures, meaning heads will be cut off. This is strictly anonymous. I'm anonymous. My guests are anonymous. The people they fuck are anonymous. Everything's anonymous. No heads will be in there, but bodies will. And I think that that says a lot. I mean, his girl and his 
uh, her friend they're yeah they're naughty 40s but they look fucking good and you could see them in bikinis and shit on patreon if you want to get a visual with this episode join up patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast sign up for the three dollar tier and you'll see some pics and if you're already a member of my three dollar tier make sure to go in and look because you're going to see pics of uh craig's wife and her friend so anyway i'm going to be right back on with craig this is the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Oh, hey, Craig. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. How are you today? I'm very good. Thank you very much, Kathy. Yeah, thanks for calling in because, Craig, let me tell you, your fucking story is hardcore, okay? <laughs> At least for, I mean, you gave me the whole story in an email. Typically, I don't like to read these long-winded emails that people tell me because I like to kind of go in not knowing anything. Yeah, yeah. But your story was so intriguing that I kept reading and I was like, oh my God. And I'm going to say this, okay? It's something that I might be doing new, right? Um, which I've never done in the past. People have always tried to send me pictures. I never look because I feel like... Um, People, me not knowing what people look like helps me to remain very unbiased and non judgmental. Yeah. It's like the best thing for me, right? And so, and I've never put other people out there because people like to remain anonymous. But I was thinking, because you sent me some pictures, I was like, I wonder if, like, you know, if I cut those heads out of them or, uh, you know, take the f their faces out, because you sent me pictures of all the players in this story, right? And just, I could put those pictures now up on my Patreon so only special people get to see them. We'll talk about that later. So if Craig... Yeah, okay, no if, worries. Yeah, if Craig agrees, I take out their faces. Um, all the people that you're hearing in this story, in this crazy hot story that you're going to hear, if you sign up for my Patreon, you'll be able to see the pictures, uh, right? Good, good, yes. Okay, cool. So go there, patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. I'll, it'll be in the link below. It'll be in the description below. So let's get to it, Craig. Okay. You are a guy who had cockling fantasies like since you were like super young, right? And then you got into a hardcore couple situ cuckold situation with your second wife. And then she, another woman came around and she's a part of the story. And it that's where it gets like so hardcore. But let's start in the beginning, right? When you first started to realize that you had that fantasy or that fetish, if you would say. Well, yeah, it, it, it effectively started, but I, I went on a, effectively a school trip when I was uh, 15 years of age, I've been going out with my girlfriend for about two years. We'd, we'd, we'd started having sex when we were about 15, so um, so yeah, everything was going absolutely fine from my point of view. Anyway, we went on this school trip, and she ended up dumping me on the school trip and getting with uh, one of the older boys within the school, and um, which, you know, at first was very devastating uh, until the point where I started to get a staring in the loins when seeing them out and about when we were doing the trips and everything and uh, they would be kind of openly kissing and touching each other and everything and um, yeah it was kind of a, a very strange and confusing time really because you know you should be absolutely devastated which I was yeah. on the on an emotional level but in terms of how I was feeling on a sexual level, it, it felt completely different. It was like, you know, um, I started to get really, you know, highly turned on by the fact that, you know, there was this guy who was effectively with my girl. Mm -hmm. And um, and he was he was a bit of a, the school bully as well, which was, 
adding another dimension to it, really. And, you know, the thought of the fact that, you know, everybody, everybody in the, on the trip knew that she dumped me and was going with him and the fact that he was more than likely going to be fucking her that night. Um, whilst everybody was kind of looking at me going, oh, poor, you know, poor Craig. Um, yeah. What they didn't what they didn't realise is that I was going back to my room and you know wanking myself silly over the thought of <laughs> of him of him fucking her really yeah so, yeah so yeah so so it was yeah so it was a very confusing time because because obviously you just think that you know from an on an emotional level you're going to be devastated and and whilst I I still was mm-hmm. it you know the overriding feeling was yeah you know I hope he gives her a, a good seeing too. <laughs> so so yeah so you know so so that was that girlfriend it, funny enough i did actually get back with her and um some months later and um you know every time I, every time we had sex I, all i could ever think about was um was about this this other guy having sex with us so so yeah so it started very young at the age of 15 and um yeah, and, and and from from there it it just kind of it, it kind of blended into all my relationships going forward really, um, and obviously to my you know to my second wife to a, a much uh, hotter degree if you understand what I'm saying. So. Yeah, totally. I know because I've heard the story already, but you know everyone's going to get that story yeah. now. So now let's just progress though into that. So what happens after that girl? Like, do you wh- when do you meet your first wife, and or how does it start to? How do you start to bring it into all your relationships moving forward from when you're 15? Yeah, so so um, at the age of 18, I actually joined the army. Uh, so I was um, I was in nine months nine months of training. So I was away effectively three months at a time, three months at a time, and I would get. Uh, you know, a week's leave uh, every every three months. Um, but whilst I was away, and this is pre-cell phones, uh, we would talk on, on the phone every night uh, from a pay phone. And obviously it would get round to, you know, kind of sex chat and uh, and all the rest of it. You know, I was 18 at the time, rampant, and, you know, kind of, so my only kind of uh, release was, was, was having sex chat with her on the phone and, she was. She just started a new job, um, and she, you know, she was a, a you know attractive girl. She had, she had uh, great tits, and um, yes, yeah, so she was getting a lot of attention as a as a, a young, you know, kind of young girl in the office. She worked for a logistics company, so all the the warehouse lads used to um, used to always be kind of um, <coughs> trying to get a gander at her, and were, you know trying to. Give them a little sex banter and all the rest of it. I'll meet you after work and all the rest of it. So, and she just took it in, you know, uh, in 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 good jest as such. Mm-hmm. Um, but then her boss, um, who was kind of early in forties, um, started asking if she wanted to go out on customer calls with him, and um, and, and she was kind of flattered, thinking that you know it was kind of you know leading to some sort of promotion and you know kind of get into the sales side of things rather than just the admin um so yes yeah, so she started to go out on 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 trips with him and she used to say to me of a night but he's a bit um you know he's a bit touchy-feely and you know kind of he's always kind of looking at her, her legs when he's in the car 
So I started just to encourage her and say, well, you know, just tease him a little bit, you know, just let you let your skirt ride up and let you know, let him see your stocking tops and why don't you wear some, you know, kind of more revealing tops, you know, with a you know, kind of more cleavage on show and and she'd just be laughing and joking and you know, but you know, she said you know, she'd report back how, you know, she would, you know, tease him a little bit and all the rest of it. And then one on one of my um one of my uh, periods of leave, um, I, I, I came back and obviously I was rampant. So we were having sex 24 uh, seven over the weekend that I got back. And then on the, the Monday morning, she was going to work. I, I was staying at home. And um, so I encouraged her by putting out some, some clothes for us, some, you know, some uh, stockings and short skirt and a, a nice kind of silky top that she could, unbutton um and she started laughing and you know joking and going you know you'll be all over me if i wear that and i said well go for it do you know what i mean so she watched me and she kind of went well what do you mean go for it i said well if he wants to if he wants to have a feel let him have a feel mm-hmm. so she just kind of laughed it, laughed it off and um so so anyway she went she went out and she went she was on a customer call that day and anyway in the in the car he was he was starting to put his hand on her leg and anyway after the customer call he said oh should we just go for a drive and we just went to, went to a local beach and um yes yeah, so just kind of sat there and had you know kind of had a had a coffee uh and then you know he, he made his move and just started running his hand up her, her leg she didn't object she opened the legs and let, effectively let, let him finger her Mm-hmm. And um, and then you know she ended up sucking his cock and you know you know completely completely blew his blew his mind. Right. Uh, you know some some forty year old guy getting a blowjob from and she was probably about nineteen at the time. Um, and and from then on, you know she came back, told me we had great sex that night just blowing my mind just her describing exactly how she sucked his cock and you know and how, how wet she, how wet he'd made her right. so so yeah so so yeah so that, that happened on a pretty regular basis going forward and he ended up you know taking her to a hotel and having sex with her um and you know she used to just uh, tell me all this on the phone while I was at, whilst i was in training yeah wow You hit the jackpot. She must have hit the jackpot. I mean, you were both happy, right? Good news. Strictly Anonymous Podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. That's strictlyanonymouspodcast.com at gmail.com or go to my website strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show if you have a short confession that you want to get off your back call my confessions hotline 347-420-3579 that's 347-420-3579 you could call that number 24-7 I change all the voices on the confessions too so you remain anonymous the number The website and the email address will all be in the description. Well, yeah, you know, it's 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 just not it's not 
conventional, is it? You know, no. I, I think, you know, she was kind of effectively having a cake and eat it. You know, I loved her to bits and, you know, but she could still, you know, go and have a little bit of extracurricular with, um, with her boss. So, yeah, so that, so that was, um, you know, fantastic. We then, when I finished training, we then got married and then, uh, we, she moved up to the, to where I was stationed. And, um, and, you know, it, to be honest with you, it was a lot more tamer then for a, for a while. You know, we, in fact, I'll go back slightly when we were, when we were on honeymoon, I, um, I actually dared her to go and dance with this guy who was who was eyeing her up, and um, he ended up fingering her on fing, fingering her on the dance floor, um, which um, added to our our spice that night as well. So, right. But then we kind of we got into more of a you know kind of routine, you know, kind of newly married in a new area, and you know, kind of it was just a, a lot more conventional for two or three years uh, we then did have a um, what they do is they have exchange trips with um, other European forces and we had the Dutch commandos um, come come across um, and effectively she she ended up we, we were all everybody went out to the nightclub and everything um, and anyway this Dutch guy was actually staying with us um, you know, in our married quarter, and um, she ended up. Um, you know, we we got back. We had lots of drink. She started dancing. He he danced. He danced with her, and then they ended up um, getting naked and and effectively, you know, fucking right in front of me, which was just unbelievable. So it was just, yeah. I know. But then we kind of moved to having children and that kind of put a stop to it really so we had we had two children and, and and we you know i then got stationed somewhere else and things moved on and you know we we ultimately ended up getting divorced about about five or six years later mm-hmm. so so yeah so that kind of then led me on to my second wife effectively so Right. That's the one that people are going to be able to see pictures of, right? So now now when you're dating her, do you start to let her know that you're into this as well just like you did with the your first wife? I mean, when did you start to like how did it come up the whole cuckolding thing with yeah. her? Well, it, it's funny, isn't it? You when you first get with somebody, you know, kind of uh just right out the gate, you don't go, I'd like to see you fuck somebody else. You know no, I mean? definitely so, not. Uh, <laughs> and honestly, so, you know, it uh, kind of came up naturally with your first girlfriend, right? Because she was young and she's like, oh my God, my boss, right? So it was really like a, it was really easy to do it with her because it was kind of like a situation presented itself that it was kind of perfect. So, uh, you yeah, know. It, it was, it was. It was pretty much put on the plate, you know. Yeah, effectively, you know, exactly. there, there was a there was a guy there was a guy there who was wanting to, and and it was just a case of you, you know acting um, like, oh, maybe uh, let's do it. Getting, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, you know, and, and you're young, and you you know you want to experiment with things, and you know, and she you know she's flattered that some older guy kind of finds her attractive, and and he's the boss, so there's that you know yeah. the elements of power and all the rest yeah. of it. So, 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 yeah, so that kind of... That, that was easy. How back. did you do it with this one? That's what I want to know. Yeah, so, so, well, to be fair, you know, um, when we when we first got together, you know, it was 
pretty conventional to begin with and um it was only you know we we go out drinking and and you know it was only when i used to start saying you know kind of asking her about ex-boyfriends and you know um you know how big how big their cocks were you know you know and, and it, even even to the point where you know asking for comparisons and you know you know I'm, I'm, you know am i not i didn't even ask am i the best of i effectively lead it with have you had better than me have you you know have you had orgasms through you know by by somebody fucking you because i could only make her orgasm by by licking her yeah but quick question. Um, what is the answer that somebody like you wants in that situation? Do you want her to say, oh, no, baby, you're the best, you're the biggest? Or do you want her to be like, oh, yeah, I had another guy who had a huge cock and fucked me so good? Like, what is, what is someone like you looking to hear? Well, the, the, the answer I want is, is you know, um, I've had better and I've had bigger. Okay. Uh, get it, getting that answer is, is more of a challenge because of the, the girl would never think that's is. what you want. Right. And they don't yeah, want to hurt exactly. your feelings and they wouldn't tell you that truth. Yeah. Like even if that's the truth, right. Cause a lot of times there are bigger, better guys out there. You would never think, you know, that that's what your guy wants to hear. That's why I asked that question. Cause I think it's counterintuitive, right? I knew that what the answer you wanted was that one, but most, you know, a hundred percent of the women would think that that's the opposite of what you want to hear. But if you're into cuckolding, it's, it might be what you're actually looking for. Well, without a shadow of a doubt, but I, but I think that you, as as a cuckold, I think you have to tread them boards very carefully as as you um, as you enter into it, you know. Yeah. Because I think that you know a lot of women will just go, you know, and, and there's a lot of women who will turn around and go, why why are you asking me about this? Why you know are you gay? Yeah. Are you um, are you um, are you wanting to get you know kind of do you want? Are you wanting to talk about girls you've had? You know, yes. you know There's a lot of there's a lot of suspicion around why you would want to know that. Because, of course, because like it's not say, something they've it, ever it, heard it, before. No, indeed, yeah. and, and 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 it's only when you know you 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 know you have to when you ask that question and you're in a sexual situation is to you then give off the body language that it's turning you on. Yeah. So you know. You know, and then she then starts thinking, well, you know, it's turning more. I'll tell him a little. I'll tell him a little bit, bit more. But it's very slowly, slowly catchy monkey, really. You know, it's not. You know, it's not go herring into that. You know, I, I think that it's it's a situation whereby it's slowly but surely is that you start hearing about. You know, how many of you had? You know, what what what's your number? You know. Um, uh, you know, every man wants. To, uh, everybody wants to know that, regardless, even if they're cuckold or not. I think. Um, but, but yeah, you know, and, and then you know, it's it was only then that what came out from my second wife was just you know, kind of. Um, she she was with somebody until she was about twenty two, uh, mm-hmm. quite steady, and then he he dumped her, and. Um, she then fucked three of his friends um, <laughs> to effectively get back back at him. Yeah, and it was at that point she she realised that she had a little bit of a thing for um, fucking married guys or attached guys because uh-huh. you know she it gave her a little bit of a 
you know, it was her thing. She, she, the thought of, you know, she was able to have sex and, and somebody was found her attractive, attractive enough to, you know, do the dirty on their, on their wife or their girlfriend because she was effectively irresistible, so to speak. So, yeah. So, yeah, so that, that became a little bit of her thing and, 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 and consequently has, has been and still her thing, I think, um, uh, e- even though we're in a different kind of dynamic now. But, um, but yeah, so, and then, you know, she was then going on girly holidays, you know, she was having sex in the same room as, um, uh, you know, as a friend, uh, one of the best ones for me though, and, and the one that really used to always used to get me off is she was, she was, she was, she was away with work and on a, a week long, uh, conference and some, one of the managers there who was married, um, had been trying to, had been chatting her up for about a, for, for the full week. Yeah. Uh, anyway, on the, on the Thursday night, they, they all decided that they were going to go down to the hotel bar and have a final blowout before, before they all left on the Friday. Um, and it, you know, the guy had been, had put in a proper shift in terms of trying to woo her into bed. And, um, it, it was pretty much on the cards that that would happen. But when they were in the bar, um, they got talking to, um, funny enough, two army guys who were who were there staying over. And anyway, uh, Jane, who's my my wife, you know, kind of really really fancied these two two army guys. They were there in uniform. And she, had, she always had a little bit of a thing for uniform, so uh, so she was really into it. She's really into this and. Uh, so what she ended up doing was, as the night kind of started to peter out, people started make, making their way back to the room. One of the army guys gave gave her uh, their room number, and she said, "Well, I'm sorry, but I'm you know I'm I'm going with this other I'm going with this other guy." Anyway, she went with this other guy um, and had sex with him, but he was not very good. He, her description was. He had a th- thin dick. Oh, the worst. Um, I hate thin dicks. <laughs> I call him pokey pokey. It's like the worst. I don't even, it's really bad. There's nothing worse. Yeah. So, so yeah. So, so he had a thin dick. So she was totally unsatisfied. Um, so she thought, what the hell? She went and knocked on the door of uh, these army guys uh, and ended up having a threesome in their room. So basically she had, Three three guys in one night, uh, which um, blows my mind because we even you know where where that happened is um, we we have to pass that when we're going to our parents pretty much every every time we go, and uh, we both give us give each other a knowing look when we go past that hotel <laughs> right. where, she, where she where she where she had this threesome. So right. So yeah. So it's just kind of you know obviously that was. Uh, Provided me with much fodder when she told when she told me that. Um, was, I'm just wondering about yeah. So yeah, so she just. But those are all things, though. What what I'm getting is that those were stories she told you about of stuff that she did before you guys were together, right? Yeah. yeah okay. Before cool. we were together. Right. So so, so yeah. So she 
So effectively, she'd have the three some three guys in one, yeah, one yeah, night. Yeah, yeah. You know, same room sex with her, with her, with friends while she was on holiday, and yeah. And she she'd done a ton of married guys, uh, you know, before before she kind of met with me. Mm-hmm. And funny enough, I was a married guy when I met. Well, I was separated and going through a divorce, but I think that uh, plus I had a uniform, I had a uniform and married, so um, so I was uh, right in her target range. So. Um, so yeah, so so yeah, so we kind of got together. Like I say, I was separated from from my wife. I was away working still in in the military, but I was just about to leave. Yeah. So um, so she used to come and stay. I had an apartment in another city, um, and I was doing you know kind of um, non-military work for the military. I was doing recruitment and stuff like that. So um, so yeah, so we we started getting it on. Um, and then, you know, and then about two years later, um, you know, we then, uh, got married. So she was uh, what, about, she was about 30 when we got married. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, we, you know, we had a, we had a, a great life, you know, great life. We traveled, traveled a lot, traveled a lot to America, been all over America, uh, New Jersey, New York, Miami, uh, uh, Pretty much the whole east, eastern seaboard, and also California, Hawaii, and all that. So we were doing great holidays, and you know we, we had a great life, and and it was you know our sex life was driven by um, the telling of her stories, effectively. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but it wasn't until she reached forty that things kind of um, you know kind of the pace started to up, really. Um, and it, I think it was just something to do with the fact that she was turning forty. I mean, we, we called it, we called it the naughty forties. That's um, a good name. It's true. Know. Yeah. <laughs> and and I think it's just that you know that that point in your life where you go, you know, it's you know you're not you know you're no longer young and you're experienced and all of those things. You know, we, you know, we had a very nice life and you know, um, yet yet to have yet to have children. In fact, no, sorry, yeah, we we. Just, just had our child. Yeah. But she, you know, we, our, our child was. Um, so we had our child when. Um, so when she was forty, forty-one, our child was five. Right. So, so, um, so he was starting school. So there was, it, it created a new friendship group for for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. So, so, um, so anyway, she she got really friendly with this girl called Laura who was in the process of getting divorced. So, um, so anyway, they, she invited Jane out for, to go, to go out drinking. Anyway, you know, it, it started off quite tame and then within kind of three or four times and going out, Jane would come home and, and tell me, Oh my God, Laura's just, she blows my mind. She's, you know, kind of like, she's so horny for other guys because she's going through this divorce um, she was naughty. Forty-two you know, was Jane. Was Laura in the same you, age group? Laura was a little bit older. I think she was four, forty-three, forty-four. Okay. There's a picture of Laura uh, too on Patreon. I have pictures of both Laura and Jane. So go on. Sorry. So 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 yes. Yeah, so um, so yes. Yeah, so they were they were both really you know really attractive, really right. classy, and um, you know and and they just started going out and. 
you know, Jane, Jane would come home and say, oh my God, Laura's just shameless in terms of how how she's chatting with guys and all the rest of it. And, and, and obviously, you know, Jane's there and obviously she's she's acting as her wingman and, and, and getting chatted up as well. So, so anyway, it was at that point I said, well, you know, you know, I'm kind of, I'm pretty cool with it, you know. You should go and enjoy yourself, you know. You know, you're four, you, you know, just turned 40, you know, kind of, why not? You know, I, I'm, I'm cool with it. And um, anyway, I, I, you know, I, I, I thought, you know, I wish that something would happen. I wasn't sure whether it would. Yeah. Um, anyway, I was I was away in London, actually. In a, I was at a, a work convention. And um, anyway, I got this. It was really late at night. I'd, I'd gotten back to my hotel room. It was something like two o'clock in the morning or something. And then. My phone rings, and so I answer it, and it's it's Jane calling. But I, I answer the call, but she doesn't say hello. Um, and anyway, the the line is just open, effectively. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, oh my god! <laughs> this isn't the, to be fair. This is just the start. So the line yeah. is open, and, yeah. and it effectively is Laura and Jane in a cab talking about the two guys that they'd. Uh, they'd just been with they they to be fair they hadn't had sex with them either of them but jane uh, uh, laura was going oh my god you know kind of you, you know we should have got we should have brought them back to mine and all the rest so we should have done this should have and jane was going yeah well you know what we should have you know we should have just should have just gone for it um and laura then says to jane what, what you know what about craig and then jane says oh he doesn't he doesn't mind He's, he, you know, he's he's fine with me. You know, if I want if I want to play, then I'm allowed to play. Which actually blew my mind the fact that she was telling somebody, her friend, that I'm okay with her fucking yeah. other guys. So, so yeah. So I was I was kind of I have to say I was wanking furiously at this in, in, in my room as I. Uh, and, you know, and obviously Laura's going really, really. You should, <laughs> how's that? She's going, and she's going. Yeah, yeah, we're just kind of, you know, just and kind of. Jane made out that it was kind of cool either way, really. But um, which, it, to be honest with you, it's not. To be fair, Jane, Jane would never allow it the other way. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, so so that then kind of opened the floodgates, really, because Laura then knew that that Jane had a free pass or a hall pass, as they call it in the states. Yeah. So yeah. Um, so yeah. So what? then ensued is that every other weekend um laura and jane would go out and um i would stay home look at and maybe you know kind of look after our, our, our son to, to be fair i had my older son living with us as, as well so he was 15 16 at the time so i was free to be able to go and do the um drop them off, drop them off in town um, and whilst my older son looked after my, my, my younger son, um, yeah, and you know, so so basically they would, you know, I would go around to Laura's, you know, go in and you know, obviously they'd be all done up to the nines, you know, kind of laughing and giggling, getting a few pre drinks in and all the rest of it. And uh, anyway, it was then that kind of Laura started to kind of, you know, drop little little bombs to me that you know she knew that. Um, that Jane had kind of free reign, so she you know kind of oh yeah, just come to me, go. I'll I'll make sure that Jane has a good time tonight. 
you'd be glad about that, won't you? You, you, you want me to look after and, and so, yeah, just used to blow my mind. Yeah. So they then started go, going out and anyway, they, they met up with um, two guys. One was a, uh, a black athlete uh, who's quite famous in, in the UK who, who Jane got with and also his physical trainer. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, and effectively the, on this particular night, um, I got a phone call about two o'clock in the morning, expecting it to be, oh, can you come and pick us up from the, the nightclub? Um, but it was at that point, the line was open and, and I could hear, you know, kind of some muffled noises. Um, and then effectively it was, I then realized that the muffled noises started to become moans. And, and then effectively, you know, I was listening to my wife fucking some guy. I didn't, I didn't know who it was at that point. Um, and she was putting on a bit of a show saying how, you know, how big he was and I love you, black, you know, I love that black cock. Oh my so, God. You know, so kind of, you know, so I'm, I'm, I'm there with the child upstairs asleep, <laughs> having my mind blown downstairs yeah. whilst listening into, trying to try to work out how to record it on the phone whilst I'm on the call, mm-hmm. which I never, which, which, which I didn't find out how to do, to be fair. But um, yeah, so, so she then rang me about, I don't know, about three o'clock, three, four o'clock. Um, and um, I, I, I couldn't leave at that point, so she had to get she had to get a, a taxi, a cab, cab home. And she came through the door with just the best look on her face I've ever seen in my life, with kind of a wry smile. Right. And uh, and then she she came in and basically straddled my face and made me made me lick her and. And then, you know, was effectively saying, right, you need to recla- reclaim your wife. Yeah, 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 for sure. Mm-hmm. So, 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 yeah, so, so that was mind blown. And that went, you know, what then happened is that they then, um, they used to meet them, not, not as a going out, going out, but they used to just frequent the same places. Yeah. Um, and then, and then they, and then they'd hook up, um, and pretty much every time, um, Jane would would call me, and I, I would get to to listen in. To the point where I don't know, probably two months down the line, she'd you know, and, and I, you know, I'd, I'd been looking at chastity and and all that because I've oh, been right. mm-hmm. googling cuckolding time and time again, and uh, you know, I I suggested maybe because. What is very difficult is when you when you're listening to your wife being fucked over the phone. It's very hard to control yourself and not and and not and not come. Yeah. Um, and then you know obviously she's, she's due back in probably about an hour, and not that I can't go again, but you know you just want to save the save that sensation really. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? So so yeah. So so she started. You know, whenever she went out with with Laura, she would she would lock me up. Um, 
even to the point where she would tell Laura that I was locked up. So um, Laura used to send me pictures from their nights out um, of them with other guys, with these guys or whatever. And um, and even when I would drop them off, so I would drop them off and then I'd go and open the doors for them both and, and you know, give my wife a kiss. And then Laura would come in to give me a peck on the cheek and she used to tap my my my, my chastity device. Right. And go, you be a good boy now. So, so yeah, so absolutely mind blown. So the, the other kind of, we started getting into a little bit of humiliation as well because the um, the black guy knew that I knew. Uh-huh. Um, oh, he did. I, yeah, I was wondering if all these guys know that the phone is on. You know what I mean? Because you could not, do not that on the down them, low for sure. It's very easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and the majority of the times he would. And it was only, and to be honest with you, it wasn't Jane who told him. It was Laura. Okay. Told uh-huh. him that, that, you know, that I was... Yeah. Into it, and uh, I was into it, and it was obviously that then made it better because whenever, if he knew that she was phoning, then he used to make her, you know, say things, you know, in terms of, you know, uh, tell me I'm better than your husband, tell right. me that I'm deeper than your husband, right? Tell me that it, 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 I bring you off, and, you know, I make you orgasm. So, so yeah, so that. That would obviously just increase it, you know, because there's a certain amount of. I kind of look at it and go, in cuckold, and there's there's tease, there's denial, but there's also an element of humiliation, and and that, I believe there's a spectrum on that, you know. I think that yeah. there is, you know, there's there's people who will sit, you know, who who are cityfied and are wearing ladies' panties and all the rest of it, but you know, that's that's not my gig, but you know, all power to you if you want to do that. Yeah, everyone, um, it's sort yeah. of expressed differently in each person, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, so, so he, she used to lock me up when she when she went out. And then, you know, um, and then they, you know, one of the nights they decided to get a, go to a different city and get a, a, a two-bedroom apartment. Um, and, and they all went, the four of them went out together. But I drove them to this city, which is not too far, not too far away. And um, when we get to have the car, the guys were there, and the guys went, "Oh, come in, come in, have a drink." So I'm like, "Oh my god!" Yeah. So this guy who's fucking my wife, I, you know, going in and having a quick drink with them. Um, and as we walk in, Jane just says to me, "Go, go and buy the drinks, hubby." So I then have to go and buy the drinks and serve the drinks to these guys whilst. You know, like this guy's actually got his arm around my wife, and you know, and I'm there like, you know, like the spare part, but actually the husband, if you know what I mean. So, yeah. so yeah, so so yeah, uh, and then that night, that night they, you know, um, they ended up swapping. So uh, Jane had, so they, so they they got it on with each other's partners first, and then. They ended up swapping, and then they ended up all in the same room and just having an absolute blast. Uh, I think I got like a half-hour phone call, but she said that they were fucking until 
five o'clock in the morning. Um, I had to go and pick them up uh, about half nine, ten o'clock, and uh, yeah, so they both come up. They both came out with very big smiles on their face. Yeah, and uh, uh, Laura saying, telling me that she had told you I'd, I'd treat, I'd, I'd look after her. Right. So, <laughs> so yeah. So yeah. So that so that was that kind of he ended up getting um, transferred to a different club. So that and kind of came to a natural end. Um, but you know, the girls then went on holiday. Um, and for a girly, you know, a girly weekend, and and again, you know, they were just, you know, they were up for anything really, and um, you yeah, know, they, they, they just um, again would. I would get. I got two phone calls whilst they were away, of of, of Jane getting fucked by two different guys. Mm-hmm. So. Now, they never hooked up with each other, right? They're just strictly like fooling around with these guys, right? You no, know, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think, I think that they did a bit of kiss. I don't think that neither of them was, which is weird because Jane's always said that she'd like to be with a girl, but you know, um, I think that's on invitation, really, and, and possibly Laura wasn't into it. But right. I know that. Jane, I know that Jane was. I said that she would go with a girl. Right, um, but it never came up. Try it. No, with Laura. But, you know, I, 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 no, no, I, I think that they, you know, I think they kissed and messed about, but nothing, you know, truly sexual from a lesbian point of view. You know? Right, so, right. Um, mm-hmm. But, but, yeah, so, so yeah, um, so yeah, that one kind of, so those guys petered out, and then there was just, you know, a number of other kind of random guys who who they got together with. Um, I think possibly the most memorable one for me was. Um, the 23-year-old guy uh, that she got with, um, and they ended up going back to. And funny enough, um, Laura and Jane actually had a bit of a fallout that night. Um, How come? Because, Do you know? Yeah, because Laura was had had eyes for this one particular guy. The young guy, um, the 23-year-old. The, the, yeah, but uh-huh. they were 23 and a 25-year-old. But okay. Laura had had her eyes on this 23-year-old guy. Mm-hmm. And, um, but funny enough, this 23-year-old guy was was more keen on Jane. Yeah. And that didn't go down well with Laura to the point when Laura actually said, listen, um, you're married. Why, why, you know, kind of, you know, um, you've got somebody. To, not, not that. Yeah, I get it, though. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Not that a forty-three-year-old woman was going to get necessarily get with a twenty-three-year-old guy on a permanent basis. Of course, but the yeah. The thing is, is that she was kind of going, "Hang on a minute, you know, I, I fancy him." Yeah. And, but James, like, well, I'm not choosing this. He's he's talking to me and wants to talk to me. So, so what ended up? So, so Laura actually uh, effectively flounced flounced off. Uh, wasn't very happy and, and went home, leaving. Um, Leaving Jane with these two guys, and um, so anyway, Jane actually rang me while she was in the club. So it was, you know, you could hear all the noise of the, of the huge background noise, but I could also hear him going. You know, he was, she was going, yeah, you can finger me now, and you know, 
and he was basically fingering her, fingering her in the club. Right. Uh, what 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 then happened is that the two guys that knew then went to go and try and get a cab home, but the the queues were massive. So the get the twenty three year old guy uh, asked Jane just to go round the back of the building, and she's round the back of the building, and she's blowing at this twenty three year old guy whilst his mate is videoing it. And uh, he, then, he, then, he then turns around and kind of fucks her against the wall, again with the guy, with the guy videoing her. And um, yeah, so it's kind of, uh, I didn't get, funny enough, the phone call I got then was after the, after he, it was done. he'd finished fucking her. Right. Yeah. And, but Jane went, is it all right if the, the two guys come back? because they were they didn't have a place of their own uh-huh. and she wants to she wants to carry on because she was horny as hell yeah and um so i said yeah yeah that's fine do you, do you, know, do you want me to be in the room or not in the room she goes well just be not in the room when i get home and then we'll just see how it goes from there so she even put me on the phone to one of the guys who because he was going he didn't believe uh, yeah for sure he didn't believe that that was possible do you know what i mean yeah. so you know so he's talking to me and i'm going yeah yeah you can you can come back you know have a few drinks and you know let's let, let's let's have a good time and he's going are you sure man you know kind of you know, <laughs> yeah. he, 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 he. <laughs> the story so, they <laughs> had when they went home to their friends oh my god <laughs> exactly so um but as it happened, and I'm, I'm sorry to put put the damper on it, but they bottled it. Twenty three year old guy bottled it, so um, so she ended up coming in, coming home on the taxi on her own because they just didn't didn't quite believe it really. Yeah, or they thought they were going to get well. knifed or something. I mean, you know, there's a lot of things you'd be so suspicious as a, you know that that's a real situation. That you know, there's so many other yeah. things that you would think of, you know, than that it's actually true. <laughs> Scared that I'm an axe murderer. Yeah, totally, for sure. How do they know it's not a sting operation? Because it's like it really is like too good to be true. Well, yeah, indeed. indeed. Or you're by and you want to get with them. You know, I mean, there's just a lot of things that they would be thinking that would freak them out. You know. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, One of the other things that we did was we we did a we created a bucket list of things for her to do. Yeah. and there was different prizes based on what she did. Yeah. So, you know, ranging from a pair of Bhutans yeah. to <laughs> a, new, a trip to New York. Uh-huh. And if she, and she accumulated any, uh, um, enough points, then she'd get a convertible BMW. Oh, my so, God. Did she get the convertible BMW? She did get the convertible BMW. <laughs> Holy shit. So she did everything. Yeah, so so it was just an absolutely mad three years. It, yeah. it was kind of just absolutely mad. Yeah. And then yeah. what then happened is that Laura then got with somebody. Yeah. And on a permanent Can I just tell you before we get, wait, let me just tell you before we get to the, like we're nearing the end, right? We You were like the best storyteller 
ever. This has been the easiest episode for me to just sit here Sorry. and listen. I just had to say that because I've been thinking it the whole time. Like, this is fucking great. So, but now let's get to this part. Yes. Yeah, so, so yeah, so Laura then got with somebody and then um, obviously the nights got curtailed and we actually started going out as a foursome with her new guy, effectively. So, uh, it was clearly not, you know, her past, she didn't want her past to be common knowledge. You know, she was looking for a life partner now. She, you know, she'd had a, three years of fun and she wanted somebody to be with. But so, what about you? you? Know, was, but this I, is weird I don't understand. Like, you, she does have a life partner. That would be you, right? Or are we talking about no, no, Laura? No, 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 so we're talking about Laura. She, okay, Laura okay, 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 got, cool. Got with somebody more on a right. on a more permanent basis. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, perfect. Okay. So she she briefed Jane that if we were together, you know, because we were friend all friends together. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Then, uh-huh. You know, and, and and you know, I used to look after her, her child when they went on holiday. Right. You know, nights and all the rest of it. So we were up, you know, kind of really close as a as as a threesome as such, mm-hmm. not in a sexual sense, but you know, of um, but. Um, but yeah, so so she got with this this guy. She was under James under strict instructions that you know this was you know kind of a just a normal guy, a, a normal yeah. guy that she wanted to get with, and you know so none of the last three years was to yeah. be divulged. So um, so yeah, so we just started going out with them as a force, and yeah, you know, it was fine, you know. But you know, in terms of the super hot nights where you know Over. Jane was out kind of kind of drinking and and and, and fucking guys was was put paid to and 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 then you know my, my wife's in a very female orientated job uh, and so she has no not not much interaction with other males yeah so so, so therefore with her job not having that opportunity and obviously not going out you know kind of um on the hunt for young guys it just kind of petered out and um and that's effectively where you know it became incredibly it came incredibly frustrating for me because I'd had these amazing sexual highs for the last three years and and I just wanted more and more of it you know so and whilst you you know yeah you know I did learn how to tape uh, my phone yeah um, so oh, yeah. you know I, I, <laughs> I so so I had that to to listen back to and. And the stories, and 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 you know, and because you know, and, and she would think of something that she hadn't told me from two years ago. You know yeah. what I mean? And you know, I, I just blow my mind completely. And but it just wasn't happening live, if you know what I mean. It, it yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was all kind of recollection of, of what what I'd been. Mm-hmm. Um, and that you know, kind of, and whilst I, you know, I was probably I was had enough fodder to last me for a couple of years before I was starting to get a real itch for it to happen again. And, you know, yeah. I, I, I kind of approached Jane and said, well, you know, what about online stuff, you know, meeting guys, you know, yeah. from online and, and uh, you know, and, you know, and it's, you know, it's all over, you know, whether it be Twitter or whether it be Fab Swingers or, mm-hmm. or, or whatever, you know, I mean, Tinder or whatever. But Jane just wasn't into it. She said, you know, everything that happened happened naturally in a bar. Right. It wasn't staged, and I'm not really into having that staged, you know, kind of, I'm meeting a guy to fuck. Do you know what I mean? She, she, she liked the, 
the chase and the banter and all the rest of it. And right. She just didn't want to go. And, and she was also, you know, there's loads of weirdos online, which, you know, is, is not incorrect. Um, it, it, but obviously you can, you know, you can do your checks and you can, you know, you can speak to people, you know, but none of it was kind of hitting home. So this is where I fucked up properly. Um, is that, so it must have been two or three years after it had all come to an end. And so I went online and I got talking to some guy um, who would like to fuck my wife. Bear in mind, I sent him some pictures and he thought, wow, that's, she's amazing. Mm -hmm. So I arranged for us to go away to a hotel for one weekend. And I said to him, right, okay, well, let's, um, this this hotel had a, a great bar and nightclub and all the rest of it. So I said, well, I'll tell you what, I'll, let's, you come and meet meet me in the later at night, 11 o'clock, 11, half 11 or whatever, when we go to the nightclub. Jane will have had a drink by then. Um, and let's just see if anything transpires, you know, you know see if, you know, because um, Jane gets really, once she's had a drink, she's, she gets really horny and yeah. loses their inhibitions and and is, and is more up for for anything really. Uh-huh. Um, anyway, the guy guy turns up about half eleven, and he's he's as pissed as a fart. Oh no! Um, <laughs> he can hardly string two words together, and um, so you know I, I kind of just went right. Okay, well uh, you know. I just moved us away from the situation because I knew it wasn't going to happen with him being yeah. in that state. Um, and I just thought, you know, all right, it's just one of those things. We went and enjoyed the rest of our night. Uh, and then the next morning, um, you know, we were just in the hotel, going to the spa or whatever, left my phone in the hotel room. Jane went back and the guy had texted me. And, oh, it, showed, no. and it flashed up, flashed up on my phone. Uh, saying, really sorry, mate, had too much to drink, which really still tried, you know, would really like to do it. You, you know, your wife's amazing. She's gorgeous, unbelievable. Would really love to fuck her. Um, should we try again sometime? Oh, and no. that's obviously when it all went badly <laughs> wrong. So, what did she and, say? You know, I, oh, she just, oh, it just went absolutely ballistic. She just went, you know, kind of, Pimping me out like a whore, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, everything I've ever done was was because I wanted to, not, right. you know, and, and was at my say so. You know, if there was a guy, in, I didn't just get with anyone in the in the bar. You know, if there was, and she didn't, you know, they would go out and sometimes they wouldn't. She wouldn't hook up. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She had to have uh, a connection. Uh, it was like she she was yeah. she saw a guy across the room, and it was very natural. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and she said, and that, and I, I told you I didn't want to do that, and you've gone ahead and done it anyway. And yeah. you know, I was like, well, I went, well, you're never going to have any opportunity to ever do it again because of the role that you do, and yeah. the fact that you know we don't, you know, we don't go, you know, it's not like we don't go out, but you know, it's really hard to pull a guy when you with your husband, isn't it? Really? Yeah, yeah. Do you yeah. Know what I mean? So, 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 yeah, so. 
so that was it. She just went, you know, kind of never speak of this again, really. You know, I'd, you know, the whole cuckolding thing. I'm done with it. Um, that's me. Um, you know, that's the end of the road. Oh so, my gosh. So yeah, so so I am a frustrated cuckold. Everyone listening heard like that's the saddest ending of the greatest story I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm a frustrated cuckold with the lapsed hot hot wife. So, yeah, maybe so, yeah, I should have, so, instead of interrupting you before you got to this part, just to say how fucking awesome you are telling a story, I should have told people to click off if they didn't want to hear a sad <laughs> ending. <laughs> you know what I mean? That should have been oh, yeah. why I interrupted. Like, if you don't want to, like, you just leave now. Hang up. I mean, you know, press stop on the recording. But yeah, that's, yeah. first of all, let me ask you this. How long ago did that happen? So yeah, so that was about five years ago. So, oh wow! Yes, yeah, so, yeah. So so yeah. So, and I'll, I'll be honest with you, I you know, I have tried very gently in the last two years uh-huh. to try and kind of reintroduce some of it, really. Yeah. Um, but only really, you know, she'll on a day-to-day basis not really entertain it. But when she's had a drink, yeah, bring it she up. will. You know, she'll kind of bring it up, and 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 we can have a little bit of a reminisce and and all the rest of it. But you know, she and, and listen, I've told her she's she she's got she's got a whole past for life. Um. So so therefore, if she was ever in a situation whereby an opportunity arose, she knows that she has got right carte blanche to just go and do what she wants. How um, old is she now? So she's. 48. Right. And now, what about your guy's sex life? Is she still super horny and everything? Is she still like in that, you know, what did you call it, naughty 40 uh, phase? Or do you feel like she's slowing down yeah. a little bit? Going down a little bit, yeah. yeah. I, it's, it's, kind of, it's kind of, um, and, you know, to be honest with you, I've, I've, I've tried to reintroduce, you know, I don't think I'll buy a Victoria's Secret stuff and yeah. Bhutan's and, and mm-hmm. kind of, you know, try and keep all that all that going and yeah. you know even you know kind of you know, remote control um panties the vibrating panties the yeah uh-huh yeah yeah i know i know that but you know i, I think there's a, it's a combination of things is that you know our our son's now 13 14 so a lot more aware than when you're five yeah if you know what i mean uh so therefore she feels as if that you know um He's, you know, we can't necessarily be as um, uh, as, as sexual around each other day to day. If you understand what I'm saying, of course, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, so, and, and you know, these things, these things happen. You know, you know, she's a great. You know what? She's a great hotel fuck. Right. She's always been a great hotel fuck. Right. <laughs> you, you, t- you take her away. Yeah. You, you know, a nice meal, dress. You know, get dressed up. Yeah. Cocktails. And, you know, she does things in hotels. Um, there is something about a hotel. Do. I don't know what it is. It's like you're out of your life or something. I don't know. But I always would yeah. say to people, like, I get really horny in a hotel room. Like, there's something about being in a hotel room, yeah. right, that does something to certain people or maybe everyone. I don't know. But it is. I get that. Yeah. She, so she's still she's still a hotel slut. Yeah. So which is which is good. But, but not during COVID, clearly. So... Um, 
So, yeah, so this last year has been about a bit challenging because we haven't been able to go and stay in any hotel. Right. To, to, well, by to, you, is to, it the same to, shit um, here? Like here, they put all like the oh, crazy people in the hotels and then the sick people in the hotels. I mean, forget about it. It's like a nightmare. Yeah, well, the, 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 our, our hotels are short. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Other than other than other than key workers, right? Who need to travel? Um, you know, you you're not allowed to go and stay in hotels, right? Yeah. So that's you know that's until next well May. With the hotels are shut until May. Right. So. So yeah. So, so you're coming uh, to the home yeah, stretch so, of a long time that you've been without anything going on, oh, right? Yeah. Well, we, we we've had three different lockdowns. We've had we've been in and out of lockdown and. This last one's been the longest yeah. since January. Terrible. So, so, so yeah, so it's um, yeah, challenging on that front as well because, and, you know, it, again, I get why you know, she doesn't necessarily want to be swinging the chandelier when you've got a 14-year-old downstairs. Yeah. So, and she doesn't have <laughs> that wing woman. I think it's very different, you know, her going on her own with somebody, right? I don't know. Like, I just think... She had it for so long in such like the perfect way, right? It yeah. almost like ruined it because she can never create that again. I don't think there's another Laura that exists, right? I mean, that was like the perfect storm, right? So it's like, how does oh, she yeah. ever recreate that and go to a go to a place where it's set up very different, right? Which is what you want, um, but for her, I get why she maybe can't see like it working out in a different scenario because the way it really worked out for her was so natural and she had a friend with her you know um that to really do it in like i said a totally set up way without her friend is a uh, it's like yeah. apples and oranges to her right you know yeah unfortunately yeah I, 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 and i get that and and you know i I think I try to, you know, um, and listen, you know, I hold my hands up and what I did was wrong. It was fundamentally wrong. Um, it was my, my own horniness and desire yeah. to, 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 re- to recreate that. Yeah. O- overrode her, her feelings. And, yeah. Uh, and I get that. And, and listen, I was, you know, terribly sorry for, for and it was a, an error in judgment really yeah and um and not something that i would you know i was clearly not ever look to do again yeah um but yeah you know i i i, I think that it's but what about you know, your real... feelings this is what i'm this is what i'm going to say in a situation like this like yeah you were completely wrong to do that but there's there there needs to be a little bit more of a compromise, right? Because yeah, you need to be listening to her feelings and you know abiding by what she says is cool and not cool. But she also should be listening to what you're saying and thinking like, hey, like how could I, you know, maybe help out or satisfy him while also remaining, you know true to myself and what I think, right? There could be a compromise on both parts, right? It's not like you just listen to her and that's it. You have like, you know, a desire for something to happen, something that you had before. And listen, if she was my friend and she came to me and said, oh, my husband did this and he set this up and she told me the whole story, I'd be like, oh, you know, he really wants it again. Like maybe you should figure out another way to 
make that happen. You know, you you didn't do that. It wasn't not that it was right, right? It was totally wrong, but it came from the part of you that you know, she's always known, the part of you that this is like a big this is a part of you, right? And and she's known that the whole time you've been married and it's still a part of you. So how can you guys make it work? So 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 I sent her an email effectively pouring out my heart and going you know, I'm sorry, but this is who I am. Yeah. This is the way I'm wired. Right. Um, you know, kind of, you are all, you know, no matter what, you are, you know, you are my fantasy woman. The only other person I ever, to be honest, the only person I ever wanked over is her. Yeah. Okay, with another guy. But, you know, but, but yeah, so, and it kind of fell, fell on deaf ears, really. You know, I'd, you know, no reply, really. And, you know, and I, and I just, I put at the end of the email, you know, we don't have to discuss this immediately but it's something i want you to think about and you know come back to me when you've had that thought process yeah but but nothing do you know what i mean other than other than going to a hotel having a load of drink and then fucking our brains out and she'll you know remember the guy remember the time i fucked that black guy right right I mean? telling you which the is, stories which yeah. is which is great yeah do you know what i mean which, which is absolutely fantastic but other than that, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't enter into, you know, kind of how we can kind of do anything else or such or, or, or whatever. Uh, you know, because even if it was, you know, even if she was doing online sex chat, do you know what I mean? God, that would blow my mind. You know, that would be yeah, I was thinking that, like, um, maybe offer, like, maybe she could just look herself online and then maybe she could, you never know that someone might strike her fancy and then she could you know, start chatting with them and do webcam stuff, something, you know, there has to, I think that there should be a compromise on her side, you know? Yeah. And me too. And I, you know, it's got to the point now where genuinely I'm thinking of going visiting a pro dom. Oh, see, this is the, this, this is, herein lies the problem. This is the problem. This is, sometimes why people cheat right and somebody said on my youtube comments recently like all cheaters a cheater is a cheater it's like no a cheater is not a cheater not every cheater is the same you cannot put every guy that's ever cheated on his wife in the same category right somebody like you if you went and saw a dom you can't put you in the category with the 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 professional philanderer right you're a guy who has no interest in anyone else but you have this intense desire you have tried everything from writing her a massive email trying to communicate going out and doing setting it up for her in the wrong way but right even just that was like you trying to you know stay within your relationship and have your needs met while also, uh, you know, keeping her okay. I mean, in that situation, you were sort of thinking of her, but, you know, doing everything and, you know, eight years later, it falls on deaf ears, like you said, and then now you're at the point where you're thinking of straying. And that sometimes happens. What is the solution here? Maybe it's that you need to go to her. Because I got to tell you, my sister came to me recently and I was talking about my podcast and cheaters. And she's like, oh, I have to admit to you that my husband, she's been married to her husband for a very long time, admitted to me that he hasn't done anything yet, but he was very honest and said that, you know, he felt afraid that if 
somebody came along and gave him what he kept, he, he's been asking my sister for, which is a different thing than you. It's just emotional stuff, right? That he would be tempted to do something and he's not that person, right? And she really took that to heart. And I thought like how great that he communicated that to you, right? Yeah. And I think that's what, a lot of guys don't do that and then they just cross the line, right? She was lucky to get that information and it really put her in fucking check, so now, so maybe you could go to her and say, listen, I'm, I'm nervous because like, I really have this need and cause maybe she'll say then fucking go. Maybe she'll say, oh my God, you know, like, but maybe you should put that out there before you go and do it. But in a very honest way and not like you're like, you know, that you're afraid that it's going to happen because you can't control this desire, you know, and, and it's not, you yeah, know, because to, to be honest, I, I have no, I, listen, I, I love it. I love it a bit. Yeah. She's, you know, she is my life partner. Yeah. I don't, I don't want anybody well, anybody. Else. Yeah. And I don't want to be emotionally involved with anybody else. Yeah. But because of the way that I'm wired sexually, I, I feel as if I need a certain element of that tease and denial and, and yeah. you know, arguably some humiliation. And to be honest with you, if I had to brief a pro dom, it would be that effectively this pro dom would be Laura, effectively. She would take the place of Laura and tell me, and she would be saying how she'd been out with my wife and been fucking guys with my wife. Right, so you're looking at it, the way you're justifying it is it's not you're putting her in the wife position. It's totally separate kind of person that you're hiring her to be. Exactly, because the thing is... is yeah, but your wife, wife would still, still see it as massively would. cheating, and if she found out, you, she'd divorce oh, no, you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, no, listen, you know, at the end of the day, you know, without a shadow of a doubt, that, you know, I'm not saying that, it's, that um, it's, not, it's not cheating. Yeah, yeah. Although, although I, am, I am paying to leave. All right. <laughs> I don't want to get emotionally involved, but yes, it's, it's. I'm not. I'm not in any way saying that it's not cheating. But what I'm trying to say, what I'm trying to say, yeah. is that it's not that I'm looking at another woman going right. I want to have sex with her. Yeah, right? I get it. What I what what I want that woman to be is a is a is a dominant who effectively humiliates me and teases me and denies yeah. me, telling talking about her going, you know, her in fantasy world, going out with my wife, fucking with the guys. Yeah, no, I if get it. I'm right. just, yeah, I totally yeah. get it. But like, and I also get why you set it up with the guy at that time, but your wife didn't, you know? So I wonder mm. if you could explain this to her or you're just going to do it. You know, I like I, I, you know, this is why I say, like, this is, like, heed this kind of warning. Like, if your partner, whether it's a man or a woman, is coming to you continuously, you know, tr for years, trying to get you to be into something that they're into, you know, after a while, if it does fall in deaf ears and nothing is done, sometimes even somebody who's really monogamous will stray, right? You're, like, a really monogamous guy this whole time, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and, and and the thing is, is that even in that email, I've gone. Listen, tell me what if tell me what your kink is. If we can't do my kink, yeah, tell me what yours is. Right. Because I, I don't quite believe that. I think that. Listen, I'm a great believer in that. Everybody's got a kink. They just yeah. They're just not brave enough. Well, to she, tell her you. kink is that she likes fucking married men, and she's got a lot of kinks that you already know about. <laughs> I mean, come on. 
But I think, listen, you have to understand, too, she's probably dealing with her hormones changing. She's probably not half as horny as she was when she's 42, okay, when she was in her early 40s. It changes. So, you know, she has that going on. Maybe get her on some, you know, hormones. It'll help. Um, She probably doesn't have that level of horniness there. You know, listen, I'm curious of what you do next. I would say the quote unquote right thing, right thing to do. And like I always say, like, I, you know, I'm not your moral compass. You have your own. Right. Mm. It's it's really up to you. Um, I would say, you know, maybe try to have one more conversation with her. Oh, listen, without a doubt, I've already decided that I would not do this without going to her first and saying... Oh, listen, okay, so you are going to get her consent. I, 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 well, yeah, I, 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 you know, I've written, a, I've written her two long emails in the last 18 months. Yeah. And, you know, and there's been no conversation on the back of those emails because I didn't want to bring it straight up to her because I wanted to, for her to have time to consider it yeah. rather than just being a bolt out the blue. Yeah. So, um, so I've done that, um, but... So you've put exactly we'll, what you, we'll, sorry, so you've put exactly what you told me in those emails, seeing a dom, having but, her be in the Laura no, position? No, 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 oh. no, I, I, I haven't, I haven't, no, I haven't said that. Uh, what, I've, what I've said is, you know, it's, it's a part of me, I'm wired that way, even if, because we don't even, other than being in a hotel room, like, like she could just go, you know, she, like she stopped looking at me when we go past that hotel, when we go to her parents. Yeah, she's not Whereas as horny, to... unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. Because, because she would, it would always be a wry smile as we went past of there. Of course, yeah. That, that, that's, where she fucked, that's where she fucked three guys in one night. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it always used to be a, a thing. Um, and, but it's not a thing anymore because that thing falls into the cuckold category, which is you know, persona non grata. Yeah. So, I I mean, if you say to me, I'm never going to do this without her consent, then you have to be, I think, maybe a little bit more uh, specific in your next email to her or your sit down with her saying like, you know, it, what is the solution here? This is the problem. I want this, right? And I don't want to do this behind your back. You don't want to do it. So what is the solution? Can I do it with your consent? Can we do it in a different way that is okay with you? Like, you know, you have to have that conversation with her. Maybe that would work, you know, and where you both yeah. sit there and try uh, to and, figure and, out and, how and to do this. To be honest with you. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, then I have to wrap honest, it up because I, ha- I we're at yeah. an hour, 15 minutes. Yeah. Right. Okay. So yeah, so, so so my plan was was always to be is that we go to a hotel and we have that discussion there rather than it being in the family home and all yeah. the rest of it. And, uh-huh. and okay, I miss I, I might I might miss out on hotel slot for one night, but it might uh, it might mean you know I, I get a I get a pathway. Yeah. So, but um, but yeah, that, that's absolutely fine. But thank you very much for. Oh, my God. Thank you for the best story ever. I think I might put the disclaimer in the uh, episode, like at this minute, you know, if you don't want to hear the ending, (laughs) tune out, (laughs) you know. But it's so what's so interesting to me and why I think it's important for people to hear the whole story is that, you know, life doesn't always it's not like perfection, right? Like you had these years, things happen and then this happened. It's very real life. 
right? And it's a really interesting story because, uh, you know, I think some people have different versions of it, but sort of similar in that when they were younger with their partner, they had all these crazy times, even if it's their, their partner wasn't fucking other people. But And then they get older and h- hormones happen and menopause happens and kids grow up and all these things happen and then things really change. And then therein lies the dilemma and why you see a lot of people wind up having affairs and things happen, you know? So I think it is an important part of your story I don't think I'm going to put the disclaimer and I've changed my mind. People need to hear it. This is real life, you know, and this is how it works. But do me a favor and really please keep me posted on what happens next. I want to know if you've done it when you do meet with the dominatrix or you get the okay from her or you guys do something else. I don't know. I'm curious of what the next chapter of your guy's story is. So keep me posted. And thank you so much for like the easiest, best episode. This is going to be highly downloaded. You just watch. There's a lot of guys that are into the same shit that you're into. Trust me. Watch on YouTube. People are going to be all over this episode. All right. Well, thank, thank you. I, I, listen, I love your I love your podcast, and I, and I love your I love your the advice that you give to people. So, thank you very much for your time. No, thank you, Craig. Okay, thank you. You made my job very easy today. So, um, and this will be aired like this Sunday. It's going to bump all of them up. Okay. <laughs> well, not this Brilliant. Sunday. Actually, right. I have my one ed- edited for this Sunday. Next Sunday, yours will be up. Okay. Right, great. Thank you very much. Okay, you, and bye. Have, have a great day. You too. Thanks, Craig. Right, thank you. Bye. 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 Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is strictly anonymous. 